Today's guest is Kadam, and he had a near-death experience at age 19. Since then, he has dedicated his life to assisting others with remote healing sessions, clairvoyant counseling, personal coaching, self-awareness training, energy healing classes, and much more. Kadam, thank you so much for being my guest. I really appreciate you, and welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Thanks for being Also. Here. All right, Kadam. Yeah. My audience is very interested in near-death experiences, so can we start on the day of yours? And can you please tell us what okay. happened? Well, it's pretty interesting. Um <clears throat> We went from Washington State, two friends of mine and I, all the way to Arizona, and we were going to get work and just move and kind of start over and just just adventure, you know. And uh, the truck broke down a few times and we ran out of money fixing it. And so we ended up not being able to eat. And so we were starving for a couple weeks and we couldn't get food at the food bank because we didn't have a state ID. And we tried you know, to get money from churches. And they basically said, buzz off. So uh, um, <clears throat> all of a sudden I got this. Well, first of all, because we hadn't eaten, our state of mind was just like, we weren't even hungry anymore. And our thoughts were stopped. We were just like in a state of being for some reason, like after not eating for so long. And, <clears throat> but I did get one idea. Uh, at some point I got this idea, really strong burst out of nothing because my thoughts were just, and it was give blood, right? Because you can get $20, right? And so uh, we were all excited about it. And uh, we went down there and the first thing they did was hand us a form that said, you have to have eaten three square meals a day for seven days straight before we can take spin the plasma out, take blood and spin the, the plasma out. And so we saw the big rack of bread sitting there. <laughs> there was this huge rack of bread, like straight out of a bakery or something. And we looked at each other and signed right away, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and so we started gorging on the bread and, and then they took us back and hooked us up <clears throat> and about a third of the pint in, I died. Uh, <laughs> right there. <laughs> and uh, what happened was they started feeling like I was going to pass out, which I has never ha had never happened at that time in my life. But I knew that's what it was. I was like, Ooh. and then my vision started like on a blank TV channel started going. And I heard that I, well, I didn't quite hear this yet. But my head, I was going, Ugh, and I turned to the side and this guy in a white coat with a clipboard looked up all the way across and goes, are you okay? And I tried to shake my head no, and it sounded like Velcro ripping apart. And boom, I was out of here. Like a million miles an hour, like at an angle like that. And it, I could it felt like I arced like this. And I, uh, my last human thought was I'm finally free. And then my body, me and the earth, the me I knew on earth here just dissolved and never even, it was as if it never even happened. I didn't even have the frame of reference. It just was gone. And I was the being 
as I was traveling, I was the being I always have been. And I didn't even have a frame of reference that I hadn't been that. Wow. It was like it never that never happened. It wasn't even in a memory. It was like and and uh, uh, late, later on, a, a lot of this I discovered later as I molded over. But it, this was direct experience without thinking as this happened. And then, OK, right after I was like, I'm finally free and everything dissolved, this feeling a pure freedom from the center of my being just exploded in every direction, like forever, never quit, like the sun shining light. Ugh, the most amazing feeling and uh, permanent. And then this feeling of joy, like I've only touched on these feelings momentarily for like 20 seconds or a minute at the most since then, but I have felt it. And this joy, and I'm assuming it was from the freedom, just burst in the same way. So there's freedom and this joy forever, like like the sun shining light from the center of my being. Uh, of course, I didn't think that at the time. And uh, and I was I was traveling and really fast, and I like inverted my attention. Uh, all of a sudden, I got curious, and I like, and I was this sparkling energy, like multicolored energy, but only about three colors, not super bright, and like, and it and it was folding on itself, like, like going in that direction, and then, um. I, I uh, see later on, I discovered this. There was no logic and there was no analytical function in that state of being. Because as soon as I had a curiosity, I had a full being realization, a complete knowing and realization of the answer as one movement, like that. It was just like instant. And the, the, the curiosity that I had is without human words, because all that was dissolved, was where, where I was headed. I was curious. Like, and at that very moment that I had that curiosity, everything stopped. Boom. Even the freedom and the joy feeling. And I stopped right below the belly of my, the true entity that I am. It was reeling me back in or reeling itself back in as me, really, like a spaghetti noodle from this dimension. It was pulling it back in. And right when I thought or queried kind of curiosity, like, where am I going? Everything stopped and I was right at the belly. I mean, I could see my being in the energy line. And at that one, in that moment, it gave me the entire full realization of what was happening because of my own curiosity. I summoned it without knowing that that's a natural process. And I didn't even think it was all just natural living. I mean, you know, like there was no time to think <laughs> if I could. And it showed me that, see, this thing was pressing on the envelope. That part of me was, was like a giant ball, like the size of Jupiter, but I didn't really have a comparative analysis. And it's pressing on this dimension. Like the, there was like a membrane and it's pushing like on a balloon, like literally pushed into it a little bit. And it had injected a line of energy into all the way here. 
and that's what this is and took on the elements of this dimension and th that thing invested a piece of its energy well that thing is me the real me and then this is it as me here <laughs> this is what i discovered later <laughs> after i it took a while to understand it or to get the to piece it all together uh to put words to it and because so anyway at that moment i got the realization because of my curiosity i stopped from fully emerging into myself into my true entity or being or whatever the real thing is called would be called and true nature true, i don't even <laughs> i don't think there is a word for it and a human word and so uh all of a sudden i got the realization then all of a sudden everything shifted and i was in like the void like like the universe like behind you but without stars and it was this raw energy of life and i was there as an awareness and i was observing the outline of this body right there and th i was observing it and part of my awareness was inside of it and there was these huge puffs of life source energy going raw energy going woof right through the form and i could feel it it was going woof, like like inflating me like woof, 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 like that and then my attention transferred mostly it was about 80% 20% my awareness like i kind of like in a dream you're looking at yourself outside of it but you're also inside of yourself in the dream and none of this it was just all happening i didn't have a description for it or anything and then all my awareness shifted into the form outline of the, that's like this body and <clears throat> um Oh yeah, at that moment, I got the feel, this feeling. I could feel that raw energy. And I got the feeling of what one would feel like being literally creator. Like you are the creator. You know, like just not the creator, but like you are the creative entity or being, right? And so you're the author and you're, you're the one moving and you're the one, right? I got this feeling of, of a type of power that does not even, there is no description for that on this earth. Real power. It's the power of the being you are naturally. It's just, it's not even the word power. It's your creative capacity or something like that, that you apply. And so so it's it'd be like an artist that doesn't wonder what it's like to be an artist but gets fully involved in creating like that that kind of feeling and then um and then uh, i discovered later that this was all being orchestrated by the big me uh <laughs> that i almost didn't come back from <laughs> and uh, uh all of a sudden i heard this noise like, that's the only thing. I just heard something way down over there. And curiosity kicked in again, like when I stopped just below full reentry. And I went from here to here. Boom, boom, just instantly. When, when my attention went there, I transferred there. And then I, then I heard a noise again. And it sounded, 
it felt and sounded like it was coming down a tunnel, but this is like in the void, you know, so it's, there's not really a structure there. And I was curious again, I was being led back, but my curiosity was taking me there. It's pretty interesting. And um, I went from here to there into the, what was like a tunnel, but without, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a field of energy or something a tunnel that's made out of energy. And at that moment I was traveling, I was gliding and it was, everything was like a, a white fog kind of, but not too, you could see into it a little bit and I was traveling. And when I, when I hit my right leg in this dimension, there in that white fog energy, I like hit, in that spot was this, my right leg in this world. Now, is that weird or what? And so as soon as I hit my leg, I felt my entire body at the same time. And only few things were, were triggered to bring me back in, like little, like hitting a guitar string, bing, bing, you know, just those couple, not none of the surrounding information or, not the whole, but just, just to trick, trick me back to lead me back into my body and through my own curiosity. And so, so uh, when I tuned into my body, the one thing that triggered that twanged was that I had released all my urine Hmm. and that I could sense all these people around and I was about to release the rest of everything. And the, that's what brought me back in because the, the little guitar string that got twanged was embarrassment. Bing! Hmm. The only thing that, I mean, I didn't have my knowledge back yet. It was just that. And I jumped back in literally like that. Ooh, and then they pushed me back down. And uh, I said, did I? Or I was wearing shorts. It was really hot in, in Arizona. So, uh, did I mention this is in Arizona? I forgot. We travel. Okay, so so uh, it was really hot. I had a button-up shirt, thongs, and shorts on. And they said no, so they lied to me. Or maybe they didn't know. I don't know. But uh, it doesn't matter. So um, I didn't know. My two friends were there. And there was four rows of these reclined seats. And there's a lot of people there. And there were, these two rows were facing each other. These two rows were back to back and these two rows were facing each other. My friend was back there behind me and he was like saying my name over and over, like freaking out, but he was plugged in so he couldn't jump up <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and uh, they were slapping my face. Crack, crack, crack. What's your name? What's your name? And they were trying to bring me back. What I didn't know is that they had just shocked my heart three times in a row with the paddles. I didn't know that. Actually, I didn't find that out for like 20 years. Strangely enough, my friend never told me and I was gone. So I didn't know. And, <laughs> and then he told, he goes, you know, he, no, I think he just mentioned it. Like, yeah, after they shocked you, I was like, what, you know? Uh, and then I asked him to tell me his take on it. And then I found out something I didn't even know after 20 years. And uh, so I thought they were just slapping my face around. That's what brought me back. And so uh, 
um, while they're while they're slapping my rocking my whole head back and forth like this, real hits, bam, bam, like they're trying to bring me back. They didn't want someone dying on their shift, I don't think. And uh, uh, I got this little flash of irritation about as big around as my pinky that went straight through my body. And it, all of a sudden, I was t- totally blank, like blank. And I got this and I stopped and focused to answer this guy, focused to see, to give him what he was asking. Like, and when I did this huge piece of energy about this big, about that big, and it was oval kind of, or whatever that is shaped like that. It appeared and plugged the tip plugged into this hemisphere click. And I had the, the information. But before that, I was completely blank, like like a blank computer or something. And it, so when I focused to answer him, I, this is what I figured out later. I literally called back the living compilation program that had been popped out and stored. And that was only the first part. Boom. It, and it clicked, just the tip clicked in. So I had this big piece of energy sticking out of my head, right? Now, I guess it's always there uh, for maybe all of us since we all have similar or the same operating system. So then he starts slapping my face again, the same way saying, where are you? Bam, bam. Cause when I said my name, I guess he could tell I wasn't back all the way. And so I got the same flash of irritation that went through the center of my, it was a real quick flash. And I focused again. And this time on this side, a shorter piece of energy about, yay big appeared and this one wasn't opaque white this one was white with this swirling energy in it like this it appeared when i focused to answer him and plugged into this hemisphere click just the tip of it and bam i had my entire life experience back Hmm. and that is that opens the door for a lot of ideas about how our system is formed and the way it operates I mean, as far as I know, computers are just biomimicry, a, a simple attempt to imitate the real system. And, and, and that's part of the real system. This is a living energy. And so what I figured out is the reason that I forgot me and the earth, like it just dissolved, is because those got popped out and stored, like in the big guy. The big part of me is where I'm assuming I... I don't know that exactly uh, yet. <laughs> Hopefully I don't have to go all the way to find out. But, um, uh, so uh, this, yeah, that brings up a lot of questions about what we are, what that is, what this is, you know, so that was about it. And I swore to myself at that moment. Um, I could hear my friend back there saying my name. He was freaking out. Oh, yeah. And by the way, those guys with the white coats, one guy says to the other guy, he says, uh, should we take another pint? (laughs) (laughs) And the one guy, the other guy says, yeah, he won't. It won't happen twice. Like he won't die again. And so they literally finish. I don't know if they ever quit taking that out. I never I don't remember that part, but they spun. They spun out the plasma, put the blood back in with a saline solution 
And then they took out another pint, but I was completely clear. And all I could think about was the experience I just had while I was laying there. And then when it was over, I stood up and there was a big puddle right where they said I didn't do that. Mm -hmm. And I just like, I was out of there, got my 20 bucks, grabbed some more bread, went out to the truck and changed my clothes or my shorts and stuff. And so, and then, but, but, um, I swore to myself that I would not rest until I could discover how to become in this life, the true being that I now know that I am, that I experienced directly after, after me and the earth dissolved when those got popped out and that program, that running program was gone or the compilation of programs and, and of life experience as this person here and I swore I would not rest. And I went on a hunt. At that point, I'd been training in martial arts since I was 13. And I'd seen masters do supernatural things like bend rebar on their throat seven pieces at a time. Just And we'd try to bend them back and we couldn't even budge them. It was like butter to them. And the shattering arrows and doing really things that you can't do. But obviously you can. Like, because they could. And so I already knew that we were more than we realized because I saw people that were demonstrating it. And so that was already in me. And so I went on a hunt for a teacher and, or, or anyone that could show me techniques or some way to be able to bring through my true nature. Cause at that point I didn't have it. I was back to being me here, the, or the, the personality that I, or, uh, the being that I th- thought I am, <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause we, what we do, we, we learn ourselves in relationship to everything outside of us. Mm-hmm. And we build up this identity, this way we know ourselves in relationship. And we, and, and, and it's also the, our real natures in there because we have feelings about anything we focus on. And so uh, we build this identity. And it's a real identity. We really build it. And it's fully functional and absolute and it confirms itself. And um, we always pull data that matches what we know to be true through our own life experience. From all the infinite data, we pull what matches and, and, you know, keeps confirming. And the fact that it's not the real us is why we always will end up telling people, like you hear this a lot this is who I am. This is how I want you to see me. Basically. You see, like I'm Kadam and, and I'm this and I'm that. And, and, and it's almost like giving the person you're talking to the information they need to help you keep to confirm your loop and see you, how you want to be seen, which uh, has to be kept alive uh, because it's not who you really are. So it has to be constantly confirmed. It creates a lot of issues. And um, especially if some of the stuff we've discovered that we think we are (laughs) uh, is not, is dysfunctional, you know, like. uh, So anyway, I went on a hunt and I found after 14 months and I asked everyone, I searched the libraries. I looked, read all the indie back in those days there. I don't believe there was an internet. And I think cell phones were just coming out in the mid 80s. And uh, I don't remember. Uh, 
exactly. And but I, I looked through all the libraries and available data, and I never found one experience that was like mine. And I was like, well, so I didn't get any answers. And at the same time, I would depth charge people. I'd ask them key questions without them knowing why to see if they had a teacher. And then finally, I hit pay dirt one time. And uh, uh, anyway, this guy, I jumped this guy because I, I was like really hot on the trail of finding someone who already knows so they could show me. That's the shortcut. And uh, <laughs> instead of reinventing the wheel, you know. So uh, he gave me a piece of paper with, he wrote it down and he, he, and he handed me the address and he says, don't tell him I sent you. Because <laughs> that was so intense, you know. And so I said, okay. <laughs> and I went over there and it was the Washington Psychic Institute. And uh, the funny thing is, is it, it was in my hometown. And it'd been there for 11 years and I, and I walked by it all the time and I never saw it. I never even noticed it. And I can remember when I went to that door and I was trying to grab that door handle <laughs> and I just couldn't do it for some reason. So I went to the store and I grabbed some food and something to drink and it calmed my body down. It was like an instinct. And then I went back and just walked straight in and I went upstairs, didn't see anyone, went downstairs. And right about then, I felt somebody observing me. And I was like, and so I just was like, so I just sat down. I knew I didn't find anyone anywhere. I just sat down and, and someone came through the door and was looking for someone to talk to. And this guy showed up. His name was Peter. And he addresses this person, answers her question. She leaves. And then he walks over and looks down at me. And he says, hi, I'm Peter. And the whole time I found out later, he was sitting in this secret room and he was observing me on an energy level and he was reading me when I walked in. That's why I felt like I was being observed. And so that started my training in how, you know, how to uh, basically familiarizing me with my operating system, my energetic operating system and discovering the difference between what it is and what I am and then how to communicate with beings without bodies, how to do remote energy healings. First of all, you learn it with yourself, then you practice on each other and then you learn how to do it with anyone anywhere on the planet. And it's, it's really amazing. And they taught earth energy work where you bring in big beams of like high golden frequency all the way into the core of the earth, just facilitate it in and it wraps into the toroidal field. <sighs> And they taught us a bunch of different techniques like that. And so that was the beginning. And boy, was I excited. Let me tell you, like for two years straight, I couldn't. They were like, if you're going to be here, you got to learn how to ground and center. Because they said, you're bouncing off the walls, you know. So they taught me for free at first. And then I just started taking classes. Boom, 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 one after another. And uh, it was the most amazing liberation ever I discovered what, when, where, why, and how, mm. like of everything, why stuff happens and how, and, but not by them telling me, by them walking me through techniques to where I discovered it myself. And it's just the most amazing stuff. And then I went on, that was when I was like 20 and 21 and part of 22. And, and then I, uh, of course, 
uh, there was a lot of garbage to clean up inside of myself. So those techniques were the, the tools to use to do that. And that took all the way until now. <laughs> I mean, we collect a lot of stuff. And uh, so I've just, I learned so many different things like wild goose qigong and, and uh, a few of their systems and then uh, therapeutic touch and, and Reiki all the way to master level. And then, which is really easy. And uh, uh, especially if you already know, the base formula for how energy work works. So the first school I went to was the most important one because it showed the details and how to interface with the earth's energy and the universal energy, how to communicate with your source self, how to communicate with the larger source and how to communicate with people's higher selves or source selves. I call it source self. They called it higher self. I think it's been a long time and uh, uh, it's called a lot of things our true nature. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I learned uh, the spring forest Qigong. That was the, a really good one from this grandmaster in Minnesota for he's from China. He simplified it. And that's after a while, what ends up happening is, is the inner part of you becomes your teacher. And I question whether it always hasn't been your teacher. Because really, when someone shows you something, you're the one who shows yourself how to imitate it. You see, your own inner intelligence teaches you. You're not like taking their brain and sticking it in your head. So, so really, I believe that we are, have always been our own teacher. And that um, we can have appreciation for the things shared and what we gained from it and what they gained from sharing it. But in truth, each of us is in a sovereign, independent source energy, which is strange in itself because there's like an ocean and we're like drops in the ocean. And we hold the potential, we're like individualized drops of the whole ocean itself. And we hold all the same potentials as the core source energy because we're made of it. And so what do we do? We're made of source and we wield it. We align stuff constantly by focusing, holding thought, generating a feeling and aligning with frequency. And so we're wielding source energy. And I've noticed that a good portion of humanity is wielding infinite power to create a bad day hmm. or to reinforce a story, a storyline that does not serve them. And, and, and when you could, I mean, this same energy is what creates the universe and the multiverse and whatever else is up. Okay. Let, me stop, let me stop you there. <laughs> I want to ask you something. Well, well, several things actually, but you started talking about source <laughs> energy. And when you left your body, mm -hmm. you were in a realm or something. And it sounded like you were saying you were still inside of yourself and you were coming to the edge of yourself to get to your bigger self. And, and so yeah, how does that really drawn back? Yeah. Can you break that down for me a little simpler as well as how does that relate to the source energy you're talking to about as well as your higher self well, that you're talking about. Okay. So, so there's like two things going on. There's see, since we're made of, of the creative energy of life, mm -hmm. 
therefore we create. And we have um, joined the collective agreements to believe that there is a past and a future and a linear time. So what another, okay, so hold, put that on hold for a second. I've noticed all these different ways people have transitions and there's, there's these symbologies in the transition that they know that they're familiar with. And so, 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 and I've noticed also as an energy worker that we, or, or even from dream study that we literally translate pure energy into recognizable form. And so my translation of the travel uh, of uh, the experience is, has to do with, I'm thinking has to do with linear, the, the concept so deeply embedded or see, I'm not quite sure because I know for sure the universe is its own body because the larger part of me is pressing against it. And it was like a membrane. And, and this was an injection of its energy for me to be here or is an injection of its energy. Mm -hmm. And I also know like through holographic messing around with that, that the part, the whole is within the part. And I know from remote energy work that everything is attunement. And also from communicating with my mother and my grandmother and my grandfather that have passed, uh, that when you think of anyone, you tune to their frequency. It's an instantaneous spiritual email, just like that. There's an instant hit. And them being in the real life, not generating an artificial structure of comprehension, they tuned you as soon as you tuned them. And what happens is, is since we're referencing the past and the future, we're not in the present. We're springboarding one into the other from the present. And that could vary where your attention really is. The whole time you're thinking of your deceased loved one, they're right here, tuned in. It's like tuning in a radio station instead of traveling. Boom, you're attuned. And so what I'm, when I say source, how I've discovered it is I'm still discovering this, uh, messing around with how to adjust into a multidimensional perspective while dealing with 3D and walking from point A to point B, you know, like linear. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm still in process with the answer to that. And it's a dang good question because there appears to be bodies and membranes, but there also appears to be attunement to where like, like when I was coming back or being, being kind of lured back to my body, my attention went over there. And so I was there like bing, yeah. in the energy. I went, I transferred. And so there's more to the story. And I imagine once I discover it, I'll be able to teleport. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I hope. I, that was, I really love that. Um, when you were talking about wherever your attention was, then there were you, there you were that instant travel of thought. Um, yeah. It's amazing. Did your friend ever tell you how long you were dead for? Like you were gone no. for five minutes, 10 minutes. I think it was more minute. like, uh, 
I see the number three, but it was it was probably between a minute and a half and three minutes, probably. I don't know. Hmm. And that would depend on the gradients of return. Like was I when I was blank hmm. and like it was a you know, a gradient return. But jumping back in, I don't know, it had to be at least a minute or a minute and a half. It sure seemed like a long time on the other level. Like it was beyond time and right. all it was like the content was rich so it felt like there was a lot a lot involved right i have the sneaking suspicion that my energy blueprint was being upgraded Mm -hmm. when those big puffs of raw life source energy were being when i was like in the void or the this blueprint was there Mm -hmm. and i was observing it it was going (gasps) like that Mm -hmm. it was like it was getting it was getting something right maybe oh maybe that was when they were hitting it i don't know Right. Uh, yeah. hit you know with the, with the paddles but uh, i'll uh maybe someday i'll be able to tune into the reality of that but i don't really don't think it matters hmm. and uh <laughs> i wasn't really sure i'm i was a little bit confused about how you said you felt something in your leg no i i, I flowed into my leg oh, as my i was God. going in the white when I transferred to the here and then I heard the a noise echoing mm-hmm. and then my attention went to it and I transferred from here to there. I was right then I was in this tunnel floating like uh, felt like a tunnel. Mm-hmm. So, but it was white foggy kind of energy, right? Like mist, mm-hmm. but it was all the way through. I was floating through it mm-hmm. and I hit my right leg. I actually, merged with my right leg in this dimension but so so in that spot is where my right leg was in this dimension so maybe like and i your- went and i a door back in i or i uh, go maybe, ahead i was gonna say maybe i was gonna say maybe your awareness <laughs> the first place your awareness came to at the body level was your leg for some reason yeah, it was like my calf, the outside of my right calf. Your awareness. Flowed into it. And boom, and then your energy. And then I felt in. my whole body. Right. What's that? I was just it, saying that, yeah, maybe your awareness and or your energy hit your, you know, for some reason, it, that's the first place where it contacted was your leg. And then it, it, after that, it yeah. went to the rest of your body. Yeah, then I was aware of the whole body. Right. And, but uh, see... I didn't get my programs back. That's why I say it's like 20, that part of me that was kind of luring me back that knows me better than I know myself because Mm it is me Mm -hmm. and more uh, (laughs) and breathes my body and gives me ideas and does a trillion processes at once Mm -hmm. (laughs) as a side thought. Like, (laughs) and who knows how many bodies it's doing at the same time. So of its own, <laughs> like it's probably got a thousand out there and it's like yawning and like orchestrating the entire reality of a thousand bodies at once, mm-hmm. you know, or so anyway, uh, that part of me was luring me back. Like it just got my attention and I was curious and I transferred to there. And then, and then when I hit my body, it twanged that one twang because my programs weren't back of embarrassment or awareness of people, embarrassment, only one little bite 
and then I was blank again. Like, so it was, it was leading me back Hmm. into my, almost like, uh, well, it was just, it was, it was, you know, it wasn't trickery, but it was guiding me in a way or getting me to put my attention towards back towards my body. Right. You know, wherever. And, and I have to, I have to admit that I just realized this when you, after this interchange, the trip to myself seemed a lot longer than the trip back. Hmm. <laughs> I just realized that maybe it was the transfer that I just, there's a lot of unknowns right. so far. Have you heard of the Akashic Records? And it's interesting that these memory pieces of you that got plugged back in, maybe those memory pieces go to the Akashic Records. That I could look into because that was one of the part of the training was going there. Um, personally, I think that uh, that we're like infinite. The, the energy that we are is like there is no limit. And I, and we are creator, like we author things. That's where the word authority came from. The objective perspective of an internal reality. You are your own author. And so they took that, like from your mammalian, giving your power up to your parents to program you to, so you don't step out in front of a truck, look both ways before you cross the street, that kind of stuff. That natural pro that natural uh, function gets unplugged and plugged into science medical education system government um, the court systems or whatever like whatever systems are out there and now you have to be authorized to have that knowledge and join them in order to even and otherwise their authorities over you outside self-proclaimed authorities and by the way one of the reasons I think that my experience didn't have symbology and I didn't meet anybody is I, at that time in my life, I completely refuted anyone that tried to proclaim they had authority over me. Hmm. I rejected it from my whole being. I did not have any symbolization. I mean, there was color. There was an outline of this form. There was a ball shape, <laughs> a membrane, the feeling of freedom and joy and creator power. Uh, uh, the, but there was really no symbolization. And my body was just speckling energy. Like, or actually, I don't really think that was me. It was, that was like a body in itself because I felt like I was an awareness not the speckles because when i inverted my my awareness was inside the energy kind of around in there looking around like it was almost like that wasn't my body that was no that was a body a different kind of body like but that i was just awareness like just kind of like the air right here like just a piece of awareness <laughs> So pretty interesting stuff. It is. Um, does this experience fade like a memory or is it always there with you? It's uh, permanent. Like I reference it because I, I uh, after all the training I've had and all the practice and all the strange things I've encountered and learned how to operate uh, 
how to uh, how to adjust and move energy and create frequencies and all this major stuff that pe- most people don't even have a frame of reference. Even if I was saying that to them, they probably wouldn't even know what the heck I was talking about. What's a frequency? You know, like a vibration. What is source? Like um, the uh, I I tamper around because I now know how to teach how to how to listen to the inner part of me that is the teacher and and i do all day every day at night i haven't discovered how to how to hold that awareness in the other realms uh yet but i mean how to be aware of the communication from deep inside the part of me that gives me my answers it shows me what i'm looking at and and because like when I do energy work with someone, how can, how can you analyze and micromanage a multidimensional system? It's just pretty much impossible. And I mean, we can't even barely understand what we're talking about. We're, we're reaching for it. And so, so what I have learned to do is to focus, to really focus and to open at the same moment to receive that communication. And so I'm focused on my purpose. Like, what, what, is, what, what am I doing here? You know, like, my purpose is to understand and then to know what to do <laughs> to, yeah. to a, be of assistance. And so I, I'll get this full flash, this like on a whole bunch of different levels. This real is it. Now I know what I'm looking at, even though I may most likely have never encountered it like that before. And then now I know what to do. And, and so I'll just, basically it comes down to clearing out all the channels in the body and clearing off all the muck and buildup and bringing everything into the present moment, just flushing using like earth energy, this really healing light blue energy, like more Bahama blue. There's many frequencies that are earth frequencies. And then like this really golden universal energy, like and blending it because our system is made to capacitate our source or, or the, the energy being that we are. And that is a high frequency. And that's in a way it's the way our, it's interesting how the body's built. Cause our head is out. And this is where all the activity happens. And we ground it into the earth. Like boom. you see what I'm talking about? We we're literally bringing it in, whatever it is, hopefully it's good. And <laughs> or high frequency, you know. Uh, so our system, everything is purposeful and everything is a design. I've discovered this also. And it's amazing. Like life is so amazing. I used to watch sci-fi and read books. None of that is even, well, it kind of points towards it, but it's not even close to the living real reality. Hmm. And And so... I can remember even this very moment, I'm getting reminded of how bored I used to get. <laughs> I was so bored yeah. with this. Like, I, I'm not now, but I can remember. I just got reminded my inner portions like surfaced it. Like, remember when you were bored? Hmm. Like, you know, did you now feel, you're not? And <laughs> do you feel that while you were out of your body during your experience, did you encounter or? Um, become part of source? Uh, 
no, I, uh, that was, I didn't finish that part. So with these tech, no, uh, I felt like everything was in its own right. And that it's almost as if source is growing itself, like takes a piece of its energy, picks a dimension to experience, takes a piece of its energy and tools it so that when it comes into contact with that information, it will respond specifically so that it grows itself because everything we focus on, we compare to our nature. Does it feel right or doesn't it? Or does it feel kind of right and not right? Does it a blend? What, you know, like, like, uh, so that when we come into contact with this reality and what's going on here, which, which would point to the fact that, that your being knows and has knows what's going on and has chosen it for a purpose for growing itself. It like, inserts that energy into this reality and then into whatever reality and then the that part of takes on the whatever choice of form was chosen to be experienced through it takes the elements of that dimension and builds the form and i know for a fact that we have a living energy blueprint that all the atoms it's a living energy information blueprint and that's how this forms into what it is and also has a lot to do with uh, healing. <laughs> like you can literally, I know some techniques like on, on my website or on the YouTube channel, I am going to put this one technique I got from a Tai Chi master. And I really wanted to learn something from him, but I didn't want to have to train for 25 years with this guy. So I thought about it and thought about it and I got invited to a lunch and I asked him, what is the most powerful meditation technique you have ever learned? And he showed me this technique right on the spot, a living energy work technique. And I'm getting goosebumps right now from that truth bumps. And this is a, a way to restructure your energy blueprint. And then when you breathe it back, you put it outside of you. And when you breathe it back in and lock it back into the energy, the living energy DNA into the physical DNA, you go click and you lock it back in. Now your blueprint has been changed and you breathe in golden energy and you uproot any differences between the new changes in your blueprint and your body itself. And you breathe them out of you. And until it is gone, there's no differences left. And then you can heal really fast doing that. Uh, there's more to that story, but I'm going to put that on the YouTube channel. That is a really doable technique. Oh, great. Um, and let, me, let, me <laughs> change, one. let me change gears with you here since you're speaking about that. What is your website and what is the name of your YouTube channel? Well... The YouTube, cha YouTube channel is Kadam, K-H-A-D-H-A-M, Freedom Works, because <laughs> it does. And um, <laughs> that's what that's about, because like, we are naturally free. Mm. It's not something you earn. It's not something someone doles out to you if you do what they tell you to. It's a, a native, natural part of your nature. You're free already. 
<laughs> Unless you subscribe to the ideas and the limitations and the check and balance and the polar opposites and the whole structure. And then you're like, you know, then it's a big mess mm-hmm. and, uh, and you're stuck. Yeah. You're, you're in prison really. Uh, <laughs> so Kadam freedom works on YouTube and um, I have all like 11 videos right now. I just threw them up really fast. I wanted to, I, I did really short ones because I noticed people's people needing to get to the point quick. Uh, uh, but if someone really wants to know, they'll listen. And I put a few long ones. Some are informational. One is communicating with your departed loved ones. One's remote viewing, how we do it all the time every day and how to become aware of it and do it on purpose. And you know, do it consciously instead of automatically. Like when you're thinking of your house, you see it. And then your animals are aware that you you're coming home, you know, like, like you just had the intention and you saw your house and you're going home. Boom. They're pure. They got the pulse. They're fully aware. Animals are because they didn't get deprogrammed and all messed up and separated out and twisted with ideas that don't even have anything to do with the real life. You know, the structure itself and what this life really is and, what the nature of nature is that's the true law is simply the nature of nature that's just how things function that's law i mean it's not law like the word law makes me kind of gag when i say it because of how it's what's been going on here on earth and uh so i don't even like to use that word like this energy center like plexes up like <laughs> <laughs> like when I say law, <laughs> I could learn how to how to say it with and stay open. But you know, uh, anyway, you get the point, right? And so, so your your website is called what? Kadam dot com. <laughs> it rhymes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my right. wife, my lovely, well, my wife. Uh, because we were going to do this podcast, I thought. She thought, we thought, I better get a website. And I needed one anyway, because mm-hmm. uh, I offer all these, you know, all kinds of energy clearings and clearing land and buildings and doing, I do remote work with someone in Australia and Spain with his company and and in New York and Nebraska and Wisconsin and in person. If someone's standing here, like with my wife, with direct and, but if you ask me, everything's remote anyway. Right. If you're this far away, I mean, if it's not in there, it's like remote. Right. <laughs> so it's not really a lot different than someone's there. Actually, it's easier to work on someone sometimes when they're somewhere else. I'll just have them like relax while it's happening and let them know when it's happening and just ask them to just notice, just kind of notice how you feel just before and just be present, you know, and do whatever. They don't have to. They could be doing anything. Right. And you just all you do is just flush their system over and over and over. I actually use the main thing I use is healing universal energy. It's a living conscious energy. It's one of the frequencies of the universe, universal whole that keeps all living systems in, in systems in perfect balance, operating balance. It's always rebalancing systems and their symbiotic relationship. It's a living energy. And the, the last, the, my last teacher showed me how to facilitate the energy in and let it go. 
and don't try to micromanage it because it does the and so it's a uh, there's a lot more to the story right. we have 12 reservoir channels and it's supposed to be full of this energy and anyone who's stressed out which would probably be everybody except for the very few that discovered how to but i mean you know stress is come and go I mean, pollution, chlorine in the water, that creates stress. Microwaves, that creates DNA stress, this dis- this dissonance. And so we're pretty much depleted. And one of the techniques I, I, I put on there is called breathing the universe. And that's literally you by yourself breathing in and filling your system with this healing source energy. You see? And just charging your system mm-hmm. and you really, because right. you know, if you think you're not what you are, I mean, people, you know, like the funny thing is, is um, most people are living a mistaken identity. It's not wrong. We don't have to know who we are here. It's not even, it's not necessary. We're, we actually come here to build a new reality, but you do have the opportunity and the choice to choose to wake up. This is a fact. And you're the one who has to choose it because not well, you know, in individual has to choose it because you are absolute. What you assess and focus and know to be as your truth is undeniable. And so the inner part of you cannot violate this part of itself and doesn't want to it. Cause you are, creating a brand new thing that never has been you hmm. and you know this whole thing is brand new it's like a one flower in the universe or in the all the verses only one of these exists and it's you <laughs> yeah. i mean the value of each of us is so vast it's just amazing yeah. that self-worth issue mm-hmm. when, when you know you're made of source energy where does that issue even come from? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you are as worthy as anything could ever be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, and you're I think, made of life. You are. I think you've said some great stuff there. And Kadam, uh, do you have any projects that you're working on that you want people to know about? I'm just offering clearing people's systems so that their energy can run smoothly and um, offering information on how to become aware of how that works. And uh, I'm offering classes on learning how to, to, I could show so many different systems or look at someone closely and create a system just for them. Like that fits them right now, like right where they're at, not go backwards or forwards, but come off of right where they are Mm -hmm. and like take their, their nature and expand on how they know themselves to be already. And so my whole, I, my whole thing is just um, helping people clear out and become aware of the what, when, where, why of who and what they are, you know, the whole thing, like, or just little bits, like uh, the economy thing is just, they got a problem going on. So I'll just flush them out and over and over and over and over and fill them full of healing energy and just let it go and then send them a report. That's I always like to talk or, or give a report on what I saw and what I did and, and then point to some of the techniques so they can maintain the changes and start becoming conscious 
of previously unconscious processes. That's my whole deal. Hmm. And other than that, um, myself and I don't know if I should say it without permission, uh, and a couple other people, we work with the human collective as a whole and like lift off distress from the energy of the human collective. We do special work with life, with the human collective itself and the earth itself by facilitating in the same, it's exactly the same stuff as an individual and size doesn't matter. (laughs) Contrary to popular opinion, it is, it is relative. Like, I mean, this sun and, and this planetary system could be an atom, you know, and atoms are like that. So, so it's like size doesn't even matter. We're made of source energy. And when we focus, we are wielding it and creating, period. Yeah. We're aligning it into reality. Yeah. And so, so my whole deal is just to show people as much leading edge, like as far as I've come to understand it so far, and to help them sort some things out and remove impediments and old baggage and emotional buildup and trauma, even cellular trauma. And just to help them out, to free them. It's all about liberation and becoming sovereign and recognizing that you are the author of your life for real. (laughs) I think that's great. And taking that into your hands. So that's about it. I think it's (laughs) great. So so I have all those. Yeah, I have all that on my website. uh, Like, and I can make up anything. Like, Like, if someone has an idea, I can create a structure for it like to capacitate and bring out the information because we need to, to, we need structure. Otherwise yeah. it's just boom energy. Right. So we're, we're like, it helps at first to have a solid structure to, to, to get to know yourself and your system through. And then you let go of the construct and deal directly with your system. Right. And your interface with the rest. Okay. I know it's time. But, uh, I was going to say, uh, unfortunately, my podcast has structure because I limited on <laughs> I limited on time because it makes it very difficult for us to edit. Uh, but uh, Kadam, I really appreciate you. I really appreciate you being my guest. I wish you massive <laughs> success in whatever you're doing, and um, yeah. I want you to have a great evening. And thank you. You're welcome. And uh, it's nice to meet you. You have a very, very good nature. Well, thank you. (laughs) All right. It was nice meeting you too, and I enjoyed your story. All right. All right. Have a great evening. So uh, anytime. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for watching the Jeff Mara Podcast. I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.